Happy holidays, friends. It's been such a gift to share the podcast with you over the past few months. And thank you so much for supporting this experience. It's been such a joy to connect. I want to share a couple of things with you. I'm offering a chakra meditation in exchange for a review. So I know we've done drawings, but I also want to just honor and send gratitude for everybody that's tuning in and would love to receive this chakra meditation. So to receive the meditation, just send over a screenshot of your review to spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com. And also I'm so happy to share that I'm offering a holiday special for one-on-one sessions. So if you would like to have a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angel and aura rating, you can find all the details and set up your scheduled appointment at amysakarski.com. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysakarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Today we have a special guest, Leanne Carroll. Leanne has been a researcher and truth seeker most of her life, and she is the creator of Spirit Warriors Way podcast and community. Leanne is very passionate about individual freedom and developing the mindset and heart awareness alignment required to be fully responsible for yourself, your decisions, and actions. She believes awakening to true soul sovereignty occurs within the self and within the outer world simultaneously. Leanne is a practicing energy therapist, a personal spiritual coach, Thai massage therapist, sound healing practitioner, and she teaches yoga and meditation along with hosting transformational retreats throughout the year. We will be speaking about light and energy therapy, working with tuning forks and the plasma light body. I'd like to welcome one of our spirit school instructors, Leanne Carroll. And um, thank you so much for being here, Leanne. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Oh, I, I appreciate it so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. One thing that I thought we could talk about today is this topic around light and the intelligence of light. And so I would love for you to just share with me, if you could put it into words, your relationship with working with light and how you would define it. Oh, that's a really good question, Amy. You know, light Light is so many different things. You know, we are light. We come from light. We come with light and we come to be 
light and we come to share light and light is it's um light can be a string of of information a flow of information light is form it is in form in information it is um within us it's around us it is the the building block of 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 all things i mean you know our eyes can only see four percent of the light spectrum that's out there imagine that and it's really just the way that our light is tuned it's the way that our minds are tuned the way that our eyes see and there's so much more light out there there's so much more every like information is light codes you know there's if if you can imagine a spectrum of white light that you know you, you graphics are so um popular right now and within graphics there's all these spectrums of light from the reds to the purples to the greens to the blues i mean and everything in between but imagine if there were even more spectrums of light that you that are possible like getting into the ultraviolet rays and getting into those all of that is information and light is also frequency it's 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 um it, the colors are frequency and they are there's information within each color imagine that and when we have you know, light and light codes in our chakras, right? There's most people know that our chakras are red and orange and yellow and green and blue and violet and then white or just a deeper color of purple. But though that is very, very simplistic. Our chakras have so many more light codes and so many more spectrums of information than just the colors that we have. Like the the sacral i mean i think there's there's as we develop and as we grow and as we inform ourselves of our truest nature the light within us actually changes as well it's you know people will ask well can you see auras what color is my aura it's like well what mood are you in how much energy are you feeling how tired are you you know did you just have a lot of physical exercise your your light is always changing you know light is also sound you know you can you can see like you can play a a 528 um tuning fork and it is DNA repair. It has a, a glyph, which gives you, gives it a structure. It looks like a beautiful snowflake. And within that, there can be color. Like if a DNA repair, if you think about what that is, it's the chlorophyll in nature, it's, it's green and it's, it's building and it's, it's um, healing. And it's, um, it, boy, light is such a, a big, big subject, isn't it? It's, um, it's how we inform ourselves. And you know, when you look at someone who's tired, they're not able to hold that much light. Or when you are feeling very happy, you're feeling light, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're able to channel more light. And, um, you know, our, our cells, the cells of our um, physical structure, they, 
um, as we grow spiritually, we're able to hold more light because light is also truth. So we embody more of that truth of what we are and it informs our cells and our DNA and it activates um, light codes within our DNA, which activates our spiritual gifts and the development that we have mastered um, from you know, the experience that our soul has experienced that we've brought in through the light of our DNA that we activate as we, you know, as we live our lives. So it's, um, where do you want to go from here? Or what piece of that do you want to say? Let's explore this. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy listening to you speak because it is so all-encompassing and there are many facets that we can you know zone in on and I resonate with everything and it's it's so nice to hear you share because it's as if you're speaking the words that I want to say you know we're really we both um have this unique relationship I think as energy therapists with light and there's that aspect of surrendering and letting the most appropriate frequency or wavelength come in when we're working with a client And so you do hands-on therapy, you do, um, it's body work, Thai massage, which also utilizes healing therapy, but you also are a Reiki master. So you channel in Reiki and you use your sound instruments. So I find it fascinating. And I'm wondering how do you connect in with this consciousness of light when you are channeling a frequency such as Reiki through your palm chakras and your, your heart? How does that compare to when you're working with light, with the tuning forks, let's say with your clear senses, how do you tune in with it? And do you have some applications where you feel like, okay, maybe this scenario would be better to bring in light channel through as a frequency through your body versus with the sound waves. So mm. I'm really curious because I know you have just such a very, really rich, um, toolkit (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah and you know um anything that you do in person you can also do distance as well and when i'm working with someone in person it's very similar to when i work with someone in distance but in person you're using more tools right you can use your hands you can physically press and move energy and you can, um, you, you can work with the energy field. You can, you can do, you can physically move energy through, through stretching and pulling and pressing and that kind of thing. We're using um, weighted tuning fork versus um, a non-weighted tuning fork, which, which just produces a sound versus a, a physical vibration. And when I'm working with someone, it depends on the density you have to meet whatever it is that they're coming in for or whatever they have going on. You have to meet the density where the density is. So a lot of times the, the density can be, or the discord or whatever it is that's preventing perfect harmony. It can be in the energy field or it can be you know what, Amy, everything is in the energy field. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. And, and so, <laughs> sometimes if somebody's just really um, dense, sometimes I'll, I'll spray them down with eucalyptus <laughs> because a, a lot of people have been sick lately. We're, we're talking about a time where a lot of people have been sick. So a lot of times I'll get into someone's space and I'll say, Ooh, they haven't been feeling well lately, or their body wants to come down with something. And so I'll, I'll clear them with, um, with the frequency of eucalyptus and, uh, distilled water first, just spray their energy field to sort of help them open and breathe. And a lot of times I'll, I will, I will just clean the energy field first. And, you know, it gets into another conversation where you begin to work with the plasma, the, the, the energy field, the, 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 the visceral um, magnetic force that's around us. Yeah is the, the energy field. And when you bring a coherent tune to an energy field that can feel buzzy, or it can feel like it just needs some light, it needs some power, then um, I add some sound to it. And anytime you strike a tuning fork, a tuning fork is an electromagnetic wave of energy, wave of light. And they actually, the tuning fork will actually, once you strike it, if you just stroke, struck a tuning fork and you just let it ring out until you can't hear anything, it's actually continuing to ring on into um, infinity, really. It will just continue to ring on. I, I love that about um, tuning forks, but you can activate the, the, um, the energy field around the body with a tuning fork and the body will, um, it's almost like it, it, it lights up. An electromagnetic current is being placed in your electromagnetic field. So you're actually giving it power and strengthening the field. And that's primarily what I do. And you asked me, how do I, how do I see it? How do I do it? Light and energy will do exactly what you intend. And it has to do with the, the particle or the waveform of energy. It's the Wheeler experiment, the, the, the split of the particle to the, to the wave that um, uh, your wish is my command. That's what, and, and the witness, you know, you intend and you witness and it makes it so. And that's what creation actually is. So you're assisting in a, um, in creating a powerful force in the energy field and uh, creating a coherence, creating a strength, creating a power, releasing discord. And many times when someone will come in, they, they, oh, I've needed to come in for a while and I am so happy that I'm here. And so, so they, they've been rushing, they're driving. Many times they don't give themselves time to, to have these types of sessions. And so they just plop on your table and just, you know, fix me. And just, it takes all the stress and it just quiets it down and brings you into a peace and it, all of the noise, it just quiets it down. Yeah. And, and then you can begin to work um, with the physical body and just, just press and let the, the nervous system um, calm. And then you can begin to work with the energies and anything that needs to be um, realigned or reaffirmed or moved or brought up. 
people at the end of these sessions end up holding more light it's it's like a light trade you know <laughs> you release all the stress energy and then you bring in all the truth energy you know amy this is really this is really interesting to think about no other species out there worries you know why because they know that their thoughts create the reality why would they even bother thinking about something that they don't want, if it's going to manifest. <laughs> Humans are so full of worry. We worry about <laughs> our kids. We worry about the future. We worry about what's going to happen. You know, we, we let our minds or our consciousness venture into places that we don't want it to go. And even if we, even with the trained consciousness, like you and I have, I mean, I still worry a little bit, you know, I still let my mind conjure something that I really don't want. And then I'll think, Oh, Leanne, you have to stop doing that. You know, you don't want that to manifest. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, maybe. And so it is, it is something that, that we all do. We, we worry. And the worry energy is, it's not true. It's not light. It's not um, power. It's not powerful. And it can weaken us. And whenever we, we do think about things that we don't want, I mean, a focused um, duration of thinking about what we don't want will definitely manifest. So, you know, you don't want to be thinking, oh, no, I thought that I, I don't want that to, to manifest, cancel, cancel, delete, remove, you know, you're constantly you know, playing that that mind battle, but like, it does take um, a little bit of focus, you know, you, just like Abraham says, you, you need to focus on something for at least 17 seconds to to make it manifest, right? Right. But right. just all the stress and just all the things that we have to do, we have to do, do, do. It's like we, we if you um, are a doer and if you have a lot on your plate, then you're, um, you always have the next thing that you have to do in your mind while you're doing what you're doing now. And what we're doing in, in our minds like this, as we're doing what we're doing in our physical body. And so it, um, it creates this energy leakage because we're, we're giving our power away to what we need to do while we're giving our power to what we're doing and then worrying about, is this enough? And I mean, it's a mess. Right. So right. the, um, <laughs> the energy work that, that we both do is just take it away. We, mm. we, we calm it and remove it and um, exchange the energy of the, the matrix to the energy of, of the real, which is just pure informed, empowering, um, fulfilling, um, nurturing, sustainable. Hi friend, this is Amy Sikarski and welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is just a short reminder that this podcast is brought to you in part by spiritschoolonline.com where you can find certification courses, life-enhancing experiences, and free guided meditations. So pop on over to spiritschoolonline.com and check out all that we have to offer today. And while you're looking at your device, please go ahead and tap those five stars above to help other listeners like yourself find the podcast.
light. Okay. So as you're sharing that with me, I'm thinking, okay, it really is a skill to not get in the habit of worrying, but I found, you know, sometimes I ruminate and I think about something over and over and look like, oh, well, what would the different outcomes be? And it feels like when that happens, it's like this cycle, this, um, record on repeat that gains strength with every rotation. So can you share for me? Because I know, (laughs) I know you can do this and I know you have the answer. So can you share with us, um, what it would be like with, if with your tools that you have, maybe it's the tuning forks, but do you ever find that you can go into the energetic field and extract those worrying thoughts those packets of programs and pull them out. And what is that like for you as a practitioner and, and, and your, um, receiver, the person on the table, what do they typically share with you Mm. having that experience? Yeah, those are very, very good questions. So there's a couple ways that that can be answered when someone thinks thoughts over and over, let's just say, you're wanting to, to move past a situation and you have all of these obstacles, you know, you have, I want to do this, but I, but I, this is in my way. And this is, so you, you end up in um, a, a, a bit of a cycle of thought. And when there's no resolve, the, the brain, the, the mind, not the brain, the mind will continue to try to resolve it. And it will kind of go into wheels of thought. And what I call that is the wheels of thought begin to spin and the energy can build up right here. And a thought that is thought for a consistent amount of time will then begin to become a thought form. And I call them dust bunnies that, that build up around the head and they, they actually become forms that think thoughts for you, even if you're not thinking that way anymore, you're not physically thinking that, but it is happening. It's like, why am I still thinking that? Because you still have the the frequency and the energies of those thoughts around your head. You're talking about tools. I just reached for a selenite wand. You can, you can wipe them off. So you can wipe them off with selenite or any type of crystal tool, or even just like a wand like this, you can sort of pull them out or move them, or even just with your hands, you can just decide that you're not going to think that way anymore. You can, I always cotton candy energy with my hands and then, and then remove, let's say that it's been going on for a lifetime and it, or for a sustained amount of time. Every thought that you have, every feeling that you have resonates out just like rings of a tree into your energy field. And if your thoughts and feelings are not um, truth, if, if there are any type of worry or if there are any type of, of a lower vibration than pure love, pure harmony, pure bliss, love and acceptance and and that kind of thing. Cause that's really what truth is, right? It's those frequencies, actually all truth is, I mean, truth is truth and (laughs) truth exists even in the lower frequencies because, you know, there's, um, you know, guilt, shame, and blame. I mean, it's something that's, 
you, you can perceive as truth. And so I guess it does qualify, but it's, it's a lower vibrating frequency and something that's very uncomfortable, but it does have a, a lower texture to it. It's, it has less light. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's pure light when I think of the highest truth or the truth of your soul energy. Yeah. It's just pure like the, light. The spectrum of color, right? Mm-hmm. It's some some will carry longer. So you're you're right. It's if you could, you can look at it like that, but um, you can you can if it's a thought form or if it has substance in the energy field, then you can strike a fork. You can wrap the um, the sound around it. You can create a magnetic attraction and then pull it out. And I do work like that a lot of times too, is if you put a coherent sound in the energy field, the body and the awareness will notice that there is an incoherent sound within itself and it will begin to tonate with the coherent sound. That's a gentler way to do it. But if there's a form or if there's something that's tangible or a hook or um, some kind of uh, something that has been created that is uh, creating the um, the discord that needs to be like physically removed, the, the, the tuning forks or a crystal or just even using your hands to just pull it out. It depends on how um, um, solid it is in there, right? Right. So That's what the, I was saying. Yeah. And, but, but the sound itself showing the body a coherent tone in, in an incoherent tone will, um, will the body will adjust itself. I like that approach. And I can see where that would be a gentle experience. And I see as if it hasn't fully formed and it's kind of like muddy water, or not muddy, but cloudy water. So then you bring in the coherent tone and it will resonate and that what it shouldn't be there will just dissipate. But yet if it's already formed, it's easier to see it and grab it and pull it out for sure. You a meant- lot of times too, it's, it's a, it's a nervous system resonance okay. that is moving or it's, it's like just a, a frequency that's being emanated. It's a nervous system resonance that's in the nerve, the energy field that, you know, just, just like the worry, for instance, it will stop that pattern. You know, as really conscious beings, and many of us are self introspective, we reflect a lot, especially if you're sensitive to energy, it can be super uncomfortable to feel and to witness, okay, why am I feeling this way? I'm having a particular frequency experience. Let's just say I'm feeling I'm feeling anxiety or what have you. I'm feeling this vibration that really isn't my resonating state of health. And you're, and you're, then you start thinking about it, trying to release it when it's really programmed or trapped in your nervous system or, you know, that response, that interplay. So that to me, sound therapy, I love, I love it because it goes in and it will just vibrate it out uses science, it shakes it or moves it out in a very natural way. And like you say, you can do, um, a gentle approach or a little bit, you know, get a little bit more aggressive with it, but I see different thought forms in different patterns and ways. And some of them actually look like they have a full on life of their own, like a little nanobot critter floating around in somebody's field. And of course it's up around the head for the most part, but you know, when we 
when we all of a sudden feel this thought come in this pattern in this program, and we're like, where in the world did that come from? Because it's transference. Like I've seen in people, other people's thoughts. So another aspect to keeping a strong, healthy auric field and boundaries. is So you don't absorb this consciousness and in the collective right now, there's so much programming going on. So mm-hmm. it's very important to stay conscious of what you are ingesting or letting into your energy body. And if you notice your thoughts are going astray and you don't feel at peace, use some sound tuning. I mean, I love the tuning fork approach. I have bowls. I don't have tuning forks. I probably need to get some, but the selenite is simple and easy too. Mm-hmm. And that <clears throat> feels amazing. Like just like the wand itself feels like this beautiful light that's flushing over you, putting in light and clearing away this disruptive energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, you know, there's so many tools and, and, and just like you were saying, the, the energy can come from anywhere. The, the, you know, you were saying the, the AI bots and that is something that is real in our reality and the, the AI bots cannot handle the, the frequency of the tuning forks, especially with a 528. I think everyone needs to have one. And yeah. when, when I'm feeling like I need to clear myself, I move with a tuning fork to just in and out of my energy field, just like this. And it, it yeah. brings me up. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't want to play at first because there's actually dense energy around me. And then just doing, striking the fork and letting it play, the energy field will say, oh, look, you know, I can, I can lift from here. I don't have to be, um, I don't have to resonate in a, in a low frequency. I can be in a more comfortable zone. I can come up. And what was the other thing that you said that made me, oh, there is, we are all one, you know, and there is, we, we all pick up on the collective energy. I mean, our soul star chakra that's right here connects with the morphogenic field of all of humans. And so there is um, untethered anxiety that we all feel from each other. And when there's ner- nervousness in the collective, there's going to be a certain amount of nervousness within you until you define, oh yeah, I'm picking up on group um, nervousness. And then the other two is that, um, that programming that we have from a child, you know, anytime we've, we've been, there's so many things that are natural in our existence that are really unnatural because, you know, when we've been abandoned, for instance, or we think we're abandoned, it, it brings up types of energy. Or if, um, if we were sort of over-disciplined or over-criticized or even helicoptered that can create anxiety. So there's, we, um, humans don't come with a manual and and we try to, you know, our, our parents and their parents and their parents and think about all of the stress, you know, you have world war one, world war two, we had, um, uh, our, our economy break down. We had, you know, if you think about all of the stresses that our parents went through that, that, um, and then, then they're raising us, you know, 
And it, it, we, we pick up stuff from our parents and we pick up stuff from our childhood that resonates forward. And that's when the sound really, really helps because it does, it stops the noise and those nervous system patterns that inner child work. Sound therapy does not take the place of inner child work, but it's, it's a close second. It's a really close second really can help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know just energy therapy work helped me with my, um, some childhood trauma and inner child work, you know, it's, it's, it's supportive of it. I think it's a combination when you use different tools. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just kind of thinking about what you're saying because it does, it finds the trauma and it mm -hmm. finds the, the irregular patterns, you know, just like ripples in a, in a, lake if if there's like a little like a twig sticking up or something yeah, and it'll, it, it'll it. create a disruptive pattern from the point where that twig is and that's that's the way it is in our energy field and you know sound therapy really does um boy it, it is all-encompassing isn't it because everything really is resonance the thoughts feelings patterns um traumas it's all resonance and sound therapy takes an irregular resonance and brings it into a coherent resonance. And it's really irregular resonance that creates pain in emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. And sound does do that. It really is an all-encompassing therapy, isn't it? It is. It is. So when we're talking about clearing these um, disharmonic frequencies and whatever form they might be from our energy field, and then you were mentioning, well, we can pick it up from the collective. So I just was wondering if you could share with us a little bit about clean clearings so that it's dissolved, transmuted, it's gone. We're not just, okay, I'm going to take it out of your energy and let it flow so it can now go attack you know, so can now go and look for a new host. So do mm. you want to share with us um, some of the way that you clear? And if you have found a, a way that's your favorite to really dissolve that energy. So once you pull it out, how, how do you, where does it go? And how do you that's, work with that? Oh, that's a really good question. That, that is a really good question. Um, well, thought forms, where do thought forms go when you pull them out? You know, I always set my space so that um, like there's a, a, a sphere of light around the, the place that I'm working and the um, energy that is removed kind of transmutes in the sphere of light. Mm -hmm. If it like it dissolves, it's if it's cleared with sound, let's say it's, it's a, um, it's a pattern that is just disharmonious. It, it transmutes right there on the spot. It just becomes from a staticky wave to a smooth wave. And if there is a, a chord or something that is connected to another individual or space-time event, um, Sometimes you, you do need to send the energy back. If it's with a contract, um, you work with that contract 
um, dispel it all the way back. Because all words, all thoughts, it's all, I call it everything dispelling because it is a spell. You dispel the words, you dispel it. Um, and even a rattle will do that. Um, especially around the gut area, because it's that, that nervous system energy that um, being fearful and people, people that um, need to be perfect or expect themselves to be perfect. And when they're not perfect, it, it eats away at their gut. They're very yeah. usually very fiery individuals. Then that um, I, I like to dispel with a rattle and just, just all through the energy field in the gut along the gut line. Like if you were laying down and this is your gut like straight out <laughs> from, from the, um, yeah, as far out as, as I can get as the space allows. So yeah, where does, it, that is a good question. Where does it go? Like if you're removing a bot or something, you know, I just have spirit beings and um, archangels that work with me and star beings. I just call in the right people. And sometimes I'll, pretend like I have a vacuum and I'm just vacuuming it up. And I see this, this hose of light and I actually see the stuff going up the hose and Archangel Michael does something with that typically. Right. Yeah. And you, you've used that technique, um, on me and it feels amazing. And I'm like, I can mm. feel that. Wow. It's like this sense of release. And, you know, we accumulate, um, frequency, whether it be our own or from wherever, but it, you know, it's like stressful energy and we feel slightly each day we can get a little bit heavier. So then when you go in and have this cleansing within two minutes, let's say it's like, whoa, you really notice the significance, but I do like what you're sharing here. Um, when I see the nanobot kind of, um, like the programmed and we call nanobots are energetic but it looks like a little computer chip or a little tiny, tiny nanobot. Um, well, sometimes when I write, when I bring the light in, it fries its circuitry and it, then it's, it's done, it's deprogrammed, but then there's the, the pattern, or if you could see it, it's like the shell of it. So then I, I give that to the angels and they take it away. And I like to work with Metatron a lot when it comes to nanobot kind of stuff, you know, any AI, um, kind of energy uh, that shouldn't be there. So, and Michael is amazing. So yeah. And I love the aspect of instant transmutation from the force field that you set up and that light that you've pulled in. So mm -hmm. when it's just kind of stringy, I, I call it streamy, like I pulled out in strings or streams, um, a little bit more fluid. It's, it seems that it just clears it right away, clears it up right away. Um, but I know we have so much more to talk about. So I'll have to have you back on again. And I want to thank you so much for just having this talk and conversation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. We can get together again for part two. Let's get a little bit deeper into the energy. This was a great short piece to mm -hmm. sort of um, share some possibilities for, for energy healing, for sound. And I would like to get deeper into the history of sound healing and the power of it. And it even show you some discs that have cymatic patterns that can pull in photonic light from, um, from the center of it, from its source. There's so many ways and so much to contribute as far as energy and possibility. And each person who works with sound adds their own uh, touch to it, their own, um, 
visualization, their own unique you know, frame of possibility to it. And that's what I love about energy healing is, is it is so creative and, and there is no right or wrong way. It's just how you do it. It's how you see it, how you feel it and interpret it and, you know, work with it. So yes, yes. And you can find my sound healing class at spirit school online. Right. Um, you have a beautiful sound healing class. And I was just so fascinated when I got to be a part of, you know, the filming and, and recording and the demonstrations and seeing how you work with the tuning forks to clear the aura. I thought it was fabulous. So there's a lot of visual demonstrations and a lot of in-depth teaching. If anybody's interested in learning a bit more about sound and its way of healing the physical and the energetic field. So that's at spiritschoolonline.com. And Leanne, um, where can people find you for personal sessions or additional information? Absolutely. You can find me at energyanatomy.net. Um, my Facebook handle is just Leanne and my name is spelt two words, L-E-A-A-N-N-E. And um, I do have a blog. It's the spirit warriors way. You can find that on medium.com. And then also my podcast is the spirit warriors way. You can find that anywhere podcasts are found. Of course, YouTube and Bitshoot and Rumble and Thank you for letting me come on and share today. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And we'll see you again really soon. Thank you. Hi, this is Amy. I hope you've enjoyed the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. And I'm so happy to share with you that I'm offering a special for one-on-one -on -one sessions for the holidays. So this is going to be a limited time. And if you would like to sign up for a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angels and aura reading, you can head over to amysikarski.com and find all the details there. I look forward to working with you and I'll see you all again on the next episode.